and it don't stop and it don't quit. Shout out to the nineties hip hop. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Okay. Okay. Raw. okay. A lot of armors folded, you know. Hands getting raised and waving them in their face simultaneously. Listen to me. Listen to me. Hold on before we get into that. Hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Coast to Coast. I am Facts. your host with the most uh Kiera. Mm-hmm. That's her. I'm her cousin, uh D Lo B. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Yes, and also listen to this theme song. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in as always um if you're new here we're just gonna chit chat you know okay listen yes so this is what i think is um, an issue that kids struggle with today okay and especially in their music choices and this is why i think our age group why we look at these kids like what is wrong with you and why do you like this kind of music okay Mm -hmm. so because they don't have like dances like dance music you know what I'm saying like music that specifically has certain dances to it okay like you know what I'm saying like you had like soldier boys like thing you had the motorcycle you had lean with a rock with it like you had actual like songs that had dances that went with them that you later translated to other songs and stuff but like so we need more dance tracks yeah and actual dance tracks that have dance moves for it but I'm seeing a lot of chicks out here doing that body body shit I don't know what that is but I've seen you know I don't know it's the dance where they just be uh, uh, looking forward and just jumping I don't know I can't describe it I mean, it's it's rhythmic. No. Just because <laughs> it's, it's very rhythmic, rhythmic does not mean that it's no, 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 no. They need like yeah, actually, there is like, some there's some gyration going on. No, they need some. I think the last thing that they actually had was like the woe. The woe. But I feel like the woe is a dance move. It didn't have actually. What's the pop smoke on? shit when he be waving his knee around? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, just totally out of the loop. It's cool. I'm hip, but I'm not that hip. <laughs> what is hip? <laughs> That's how I'm hip, but I'm not I'm not that hip. So yeah, I think I think there needs to be more dance moves with songs. So like dance songs. Or even like line dance songs. Like any who what what's the newest line dance that came out? <laughs> I don't know. See, this is this is what the the churn need. Churn need more dance songs, yeah. They need more dance songs. And then I also think like a lot of artists need to actually make music videos that are like you remember when music videos were actually like the pinnacle of everything like you waited for a new music video to drop 
I agree. Ever that since they got rid of TRL and 106 and Park when it was good, like. Well, I think I think things like that made it more centralized. I, I, I feel like those TV shows made it so that everybody is watching this and 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 whatever this show agrees is the number one who the fuck was taking tally of the number one song or no the you voted that? no okay so yes yes you can vote but i'm just saying but who is influenced who is influencing what comes out on tv oh well you know who that is but but that's but that's what i'm saying so it's like i feel like those sh- what those shows did where they gave everybody one they gave everybody one thing to watch and look at and say okay this is the number one video but when uh when things like 106 and Pac and TRL when those music videos come out you just have a certain number of music videos now it's so many fucking videos you can watch but it's also not it's like like okay let me let okay, me I see what that. you mean. Like, it is and there it is, is there's a lot of music that's coming out but a lot of the times the music videos themselves they're not really like okay so for me I feel like music videos are supposed to be a translation of that song like you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like you yourself, when you listen to music, you might have your own <laughs> thought process. Some of them videos don't have shit that match with the song. A lot, okay. of them, especially now. Like yeah. that's I'm not saying that every music video back in the day like made. Yeah, it was that, but you know <laughs> was cinematic. No. Not saying that. Yeah, not saying that it was all like a whole theatrical performance. But nowadays, it's like there's a disconnect between what they what they're trying to portray in the song and what is being portrayed in their music video. And I feel like they're like, as if they're being lazy with their creativity. Like, well, I gave y'all the fucking song. What else do you want? Well, I would say that in some cases, but it is some people out here who are making amazing videos. It is. Videos, I'm not like discrediting them. provoking videos. I'm not discrediting them. I'm talking about... I feel like the people who are making those types of videos are not the people who are super mainstream that their song plays every mm. five minutes on the fucking radio. Yeah. Not well, that I listen you know. to the radio, but... We all know what the radio does. In that case, I feel like uh, the music that we hear, especially day-to-day music on like on terrestrial radio and like music's... Uh, TV show, music TVs, uh, music video shows mm-hmm. on TV. Uh, I feel like it is well manicured. So specific types of, I don't know, uh, emotions is conveyed, and, and it's like, man, that's starting to become a trend. Why is the only people that's in this type of lane or have this type of recklessness, <laughs> like? performing and and i feel like the only people who who are the outliers are the will of the people like yeah when it's just general thought okay we can push this whatever we can push this message or we can push these themes or energy into music but it has to be a strong following of somebody else who is doing it another way or a different way like man it's dope right here yeah they they have to accept yeah but like I just, I just feel like as much as music is such a breakthrough and a release for a lot of people, I feel as though there needs to be something also that people can gravitate towards to connect them with this song as well. Hmm. Like a lot of people, a lot of people might have, say, a 
sad song playlist that they play whenever they are in their feelings and they're really depressed or they just feel like they want to cry or whatever have you. They have that kind of a playlist. So like, or if they're really happy, if they're really excited, if they're really whatever, like a lot of people connect a lot of music with their emotions. So I feel as though just to elevate that music, I feel like a visual representation of what they want to convey in that song would be is is amazing like i think that whole creativity process is super dope and i wish that they would do that more now than because they really don't anymore like it's not a main I just like focus the variety, man. i like variety and, and originality if you if you jump out at me uh, like, especially if you have a piercing voice or like your voice is distinct or your message is good, mm-hmm. you know, or you can just sing fucking good. You know, I'm a sucker for a good singer. Jasmine Sullivan, ma'am. I love her. Ma'am. But she also doesn't get the recognition that she deserves. She gonna get it from me. You know, <laughs> she gonna get it from me every day. I will make uh, Jasmine Sullivan Mondays over here. Okay. <gasps> Welcome back to Jasmine Sullivan Monday. I love her Jeez. voice. I think she's amazing. And and it's probably because of other reasons why she's not as big in the mainstream music industry as she is, as she should be, because she has way better vocal talent than anybody who is out right now. Like hands down, she's top five. You know who was amazing? That people like they give her praise, but like if you would just listen to this woman, she will blow you. Whitney Houston has one of the greatest voices the world has ever seen. People, like, people give Whitney all the credit all day long. If anybody asks you, who do you think is an amazing singer? People always say Whitney Houston. Because who else is in that realm? Of like, uh, just a uh, Mahalia Jackson? Uh, well, Billie Holiday? <laughs> Oh, we, I mean, how we? I'm talking about generational voices. Um, well, if you're talking like that, then you can include Patti LaBelle and most definitely Pat Patti LaBelle is definitely you know a good saying? choice. Um, Aretha Franklin, Anita Baker. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would include her. Like, you know, what I'm saying, Anita like, Baker. It, just, it really just. You just have to think. Hey, man, if you're listening right now and you made it this far, hey, man, go ahead and comment some of your favorite singers. You know, maybe we missed somebody. Yeah, I and I honestly, if it's somebody I don't know, I'll listen to them because I enjoy finding new music because I think music is... It's a great outlet, and it's just something yes. that's very vibrational. Uh, I, I am very anxious to listen to new music, especially new good music. I was just put on to this band called Crubin. Mm-hmm. I don't know who these people are or where they came from, but this little three-piece band oh, is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man! So uh, I'm just I'm just into good vibes, man. Good music, even reckless music. You got some gangster shit? Let me listen to it. If it's good, I rock with it. Listen, you know. You know- I like to feel like I'm a gangster and then get out of my car and go to my corporate job. And, <laughs> go go slam in work after I straighten my tie. I done bump trap music all the way to the job. You know, hey, so they nickel nothing. Listen, I, I was, I'm selling dope all the way to the front door. 
All the way, all the way until I, I get to my parking spot. Look, I get to my parking spot as soon as I have to get out of the car. That's when I no longer sell drugs. But yeah, yeah, we have done. We, I didn't did my time, you know. Look, I become that shit amazing, after man. After I get out the car, but you know what? Sometimes, mm. um, like even when I go to kickboxing and stuff, I try to get me. I try to listen to music on my way to kickboxing that pumps me up, so that way I'm like really excited to do kickboxing because then it makes it more fun for me. And I you feel enjoy like it I burn, more. I, yeah, and I feel like I burn more calories. So I implore everyone listening. If you have a car and do not have a amplifier and a subwoofer in the trunk, you should change that. Why? Change I, that today. Because because if you if because if you never if you've never owned it, you need to have that in your life. Your okay, music, but... I don't care what kind of music you listen to, it's it's a diff it's different. It's a, a different it's different music. Okay, but what I'm and gonna I, say to you is, when you say a trunk, mm -hmm. are you talking about people who have a car or people who have an SUV can also do this? Because I have an SUV, so I don't really yes, have a trunk. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Even if you have a SUV, it's it's even easier for you because but the, I feel the like sound. It's gonna get in the way. I feel like you don't. I, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to take up that much space. Like, uh, it is. It, it, it may be the size of a small cooler. You can fit that in the corner of of the of your back of the trunk, especially if you got an SUV. You can slide that in like in the crease. But please get that in your car and enjoy your music like God intended, we'll because see. or because it's it's mute, it's different. It's and you don't even have to turn it up and loud like you know let the neighbors hear you down the block. No, you can just get it to a night because you need to hear the full range of the sound. Respect, respect your producers of these songs because they are they are putting sub sub subphonic sub supersonic phonic. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I was trying to start the car and it couldn't go. Uh, they got like sub woofer tones in there, and it's it just it will bring out the music that you love. It don't matter what music you enter. If you like polka, that bitch gonna be jumping in your car. Uh, it's just uh, I just well, I you know that's my PSA, Delos PSA. Ba -da, ba -da. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> my PSA is gonna be, men, can you please learn how to take selfies? Oh my God, because, yeah, you 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 talking directly to me? Because and I'm gonna tell you why because like. Hold on, let me write this. Men selfies. <laughs> okay. Let me write this down. So Check. Cool. Okay, so this this is why I feel like men need to get their selfie game up. Okay. One, uh, because y'all be really handsome. Okay, y'all are handsome. All right. But when y'all take a picture of yourselves, you are like, oh. Uh? <laughs> I don't even need to see your face to imagine the dumb man face you just made. Uh, like I just feel like y'all look, y'all make people question. Like, okay, I have received some selfies from a person that I'm talking to or whatever, and I all I think they're cute, but then I'm also like, that's because I already think he's cute, 
And in my yeah. head, I'm like, I don't want to show my friends this picture because. No, 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 that's not a good one. I don't think that that's they're not... think he's cute. But if I show them, no, 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 picture, no, he just don't take good pictures. How many women himself, out there have told their girlfriends, no, he just don't take pictures good. And and your friend don't know exactly what you mean when you say it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about men taking selfies, but y'all can't do it. <laughs> it's so I mean, hard maybe. for y'all. It's so hard, and it makes me so sad because, like I said, y'all be so cute, y'all be so handsome, and then y'all take a selfie, and I'd be like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Now, if somebody else takes a picture of you, y'all look pretty decent. It still translates. You're like, oh yeah, I can tell that he's fine. And then y'all take that selfie, and I'm like, is he fine? <laughs> then you questioning your whole relationship. Yeah, now I'm questioning everything. Like, is he? Nah, he is. He is. He is. Then I gotta revert back to like standing my ground. Like, no, he really is. And I think it'll help when it comes time for y'all to take pictures of y'all girl. Makes sense. Get the practice up. Yeah, because then y'all would be ready. I guess when when the trend started, you know, everybody was making fun of dude. Like, he's trying to check out his angles. Like, yeah, Nick, I don't know my angles. What does that even mean? I'm not going to make fun of you because y'all need to learn. Y'all need to learn. Y'all need to perfect it. Because, dude, dude, maybe, nah, never mind. Okay. I can't. I ain't the only I, one trying to start the car. Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to start the car. Well, no, I'm trying to figure out if I'm a drive or not because I don't know how to word this without it sounding weird. So, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, no. <nah>, yeah, no. <nah>. Uh, <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. Yeah, no. Nah. It's only because I was trying. Like, I'm like, all right. Like, you have. Have you ever? been in a conversation with somebody and you have all these small thoughts trying to piece themselves together and then once they get pieced together you're like oh this sounds wild yeah so psychos then, do that so then you're like oh no never mind <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even finish that out I'm like you know what I'm just gonna keep it to myself cause it ain't, I can't formulate it properly without sounding crazy so on 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 my journey to become one of the greatest comedians that ever lived, I have really been focusing on uh, joke structure. Okay. You know, like I, so I've been watching a lot of uh, comedy tips on how to, on what is comedy, like how how to structure a joke. What it mm-hmm. what is the perfect you know setup joke punchline. Uh, and I came across a, a, a YouTube called Hot Breath Podcast. Hey, man, if y'all if y'all uh, are inspiring comedians, uh, comedy writers, mm-hmm. just, just just people who are looking to get into the art of comedy. Hey, man, you should check out this podcast, man. They're pretty dope, man. Uh, I've watched a few videos. Uh, the host he has interviewed a bunch of stand-up comedians. I'm mean, like over 300 comedians. I'm like, man. I, and his mission in these interviews is to talk to stand-up comedians and get like, you know, it's he's trying to break down the art of stand-up, like you know, giving tips, like you know, just uh, pointers in business and joke writing and performance. 
And I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna rock with this. Y'all cool. Hot breath podcast. But that's what you need. I mean, if you're about to venture into something or you're still in whatever it is and you're just trying to get better, you're supposed to seek people out who do something better than you do. Right. Because that's the only way that you're really gonna... You're only really going to learn these things by either constantly doing it and going through a lot of trial and error or I need somebody who's already gone through the trial and error and just getting them to help you. So for all you people out there, stop being so mean to people that are just trying to ask you for some help. Because that's mean. And that shit gonna come back on you. Um, that's wise. That's wise. That's wise. Those are gems. It is. I just, I never Trust. understood why people like, like, you know, if, if somebody came up to you and asked, like, okay, you're a huge comedian now, right? Okay. Filling out arenas, okay? And then somebody comes up to you, maybe in your meet and greet or something. They're like, hey, man, I really enjoy you. I think you're one of the best comedians out there. I, too, myself, am trying to be a comedian. I was just wondering if there were any, like, pointers that you had for me as, I, as like, you know, some of the your top three things that you wish you could have told yourself. And you're like, yeah, to never ask this fucking question to me or whatever. You know that's what I'm a saying? Re- that, that's a really great question to ask somebody. What is your, what is the top three things you would tell a younger you? God damn, smoke it. Yeah. Yeah, but don't be a dick, man. Right, but for you to be like, uh, well, first of all, I'd make sure that my jokes are good. Like, whatever. Like, to be an asshole. Like, every, there's enough money in the world for everybody. So so listen, so uh, on one on one everybody can be on the same at the same table. Like don't be that an is, asshole that is a and fact. gatekeep this fucking table. So one of so one of the one he interviewed a guy and uh he was talking about, you know, why whenever he tells somebody he's a comedian, that you know, uh just like anything else, they'd be like, Well, well tell me a joke. That he gives them a joke every time. One uh, because most of the time, well, nine uh, nine times out of ten, when when a comedian says, you know, I don't, I like, if they ask you, you know, tell me a joke, and they were like, well, you know, I don't tell jokes, I tell stories, or you know, I'm, I can't just. That's because they're not prepared. Right. Like, if I was a magician and I tell somebody you're a magician, uh, like that I'm a magician, they go like, oh shit, show me a trick. Right. I'm not gonna be like you know. Well, you know, I only work in arenas. You know, you you. It's because you're not you're not prepared. Right. That's what that is. Right. So always be prepared. But that's Two, that's also with uh, as far as always being prepared. Also, if you do have a business of any sort, having a business card. Yes. Because I'll tell you one thing about like Asian cultures and things. Mm. They stay handy with a business card. That's cold. Because they're a gonna woman gave, treat you a like woman that. gave me a business card uh, when I when I was interviewed at the radio station, and I said, "Man, this might be one of the greatest business cards I've ever seen in my life." 
You need to get some business it was, cards. Man, it was it was nice. I looked at this like, man, how much did you spend on this business card? I mean, Good God. you necessarily don't have to spend that much. They're not. They're relatively yeah, inexpensive. I I, man, it was just it was just well put together. Like that. This is a this laminated. What the fuck is this? It, it felt like a credit card. Like what the hell is this? Yeah, but that's how. I said, God damn. But you should you should really be. If you have any type of business, and I mean any type, whatever your business is, you should always keep like 10 business cards in your wallet because you never know who you might run into and you're like, oh yeah, I'm a comedian and I, you know, I'm trying to get into, or, or for me, like, oh yeah, I make candles, right? And they're right. like, oh my gosh, you make candles? Like, what's your website? Like, what's all your, your social media and stuff? You have a business card handy, you can go, oh yeah, here you go. Here's my business card. It has all of my information on there. And now guess what? You delivering 500 candles to somebody with. Mm-hmm. You know? Or Boom. if you are a stand-up comedian, somebody's like, oh, that's dope. Because I know somebody who works at a comedy club and they're always looking for new people. Mm-hmm. And now, bam. Yeah, and there. So, you know. Always be ready. Be ready. Stay handy with a business card. Number two. <laughs> Topic number two. Now nah, this number two in your what you were saying. Uh, number number two. Uh, what are the odds that the person you just randomly met will ever see you perform comedy? Oh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. If you tell if you tell a joke right then and there, they will remember you. And if it, if it's funny, they're like, "Oh man, where can I follow you?" At? Like, do you have? And then you just boom, shoot them your information. Uh huh. You know. Now I got a question. Sure. As far as the joke goes, is there a particular time? Like you know how like people say, "Explain your business to me," as if you're giving an elevator pitch. Right. So you only have two minutes, maybe five minutes tops, to actually give your whole entire business idea and plan to this person in the elevator so what kind of joke or what is the duration of the joke that should be told well he told a one liner I don't uh, I don't really remember it, it was a good one uh, but uh, uh, to me if, if someone tells me hey uh, you know tell me a joke I wouldn't want to go into uh, a long bit I probably wouldn't even do uh, a 45 second joke maybe maybe a 15 second quick joke 30 second and uh have you picked your joke no but i'm i once i once and once i did this research once she said that i was like man i have to have a go-to joke especially like an elevator joke or what which i'm i'm just i'm describing right now like one if somebody says hey tell me a joke but i want to have a one that i like to do oh kind of like know? um like a, like a dad joke, like a. Well, yeah, but well, it can I mean, be a dad you, joke. It can, like, it can be a corny joke. Yeah, it could be like a corny joke. But, okay, that's dope. He told me what well, I well I said I said like he was speaking directly to me, but I mean, in, in one of the interviews, yeah, he kind of was, you know. Uh, he interviewed Jeff Foxworthy, right? Mm-hmm. And Jeff Foxworthy said he wrote 
a hundred jokes in one night and that shit blew my brain to be like a hundred jokes in a fucking night uh he said this is what he did when he uh this was thanksgiving a couple years back and he said the kids well he calling them kids but you know they 20 21 you know young mm-hmm. kids young adults uh they're playing cards against humanity and have you ever played yes, cards I against humanity right it's very you know non not jeff foxworthy you see what i'm saying so he walks to the table he was like hey you know you got aunts and uncles around here you can't play this game right here so uh he says uh give me uh give me the card so he took all the cards and he went to his study and he wrote down a hundred jokes that was like clean but i mean a hundred setups that's what he said mm-hmm. so the setups was like cards of humanity and uh I, he said one of them was like uh uh you uh your father walks you down the aisle whispers in your ear and says blank mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the man said after he wrote 100 of the setups he said in the next two days he wrote 300 punchlines and from that from those uh, punchlines and uh, setups that he made he made a, another board game I, well, I, let me find out what the name of this motherfucker is because that shit blew my head the man said it was one of the Amazon's top uh, selling games for like 2019, I think. But it's like off of just some shit he just wrote down. Oh, so it's more like uh, apples to apples. Yeah. Because apples to apples is like the clean version of Cards Against Humanity. But just uh, just to just to just to throw that. Oh man, I just he and but then I'm I'm, think, I'm listening to a lot of people. They write like, a lot of jokes at that. Yeah, but you also have to think like that's the same thing with Prince. Prince used to write like a hundred songs like a year or something like that. Like he used to write so Good many songs. Grief. He would he would not always publish them, but like he he would write that many songs. That's why he has he had that vault full of songs and stuff. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, he had a whole like a whole vault of just songs that he had because he would write songs all the time. The board game is called Relative Insanity. Ooh. Oh, I have heard that. Nine ninety nine at Walmart. That boy is getting money. I have heard of that game. But I mean, but you know what? That's how you like. If you if you're being honest, like you know how they say, um, necessity is the mother of inventions. Yes. So that's basically what he did. He was like, okay, I still want them to have a good time and it'd be really funny. Mm-hmm. But these answers that Cards Against Humanity has is very inappropriate. Because have you played Cards Against Humanity? I have. Okay, so you know, like the to determine who goes first, it's who pooped the like the soonest from mm-hmm. the time of the day. So it even starts off like crazy. Like at the very beginning, it's already like, all right, so who who's the last one to poop today? That's who goes first. You're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, That's all wild. right, this game about to be wild. <laughs> And then it doesn't get much better than that. It just continues to be wild. So 
you know, and it's already one, he's already a comedian. And two, mm-hmm. he already had the basic structure for the for what he was doing anyways. Like, all right, I'm making setups. Now I need to make jokes that could easily go with any of these setups. Gravy. That gravy train keep rolling, don't it? So how many how many jokes a day are you gonna start writing? I at this point. I'm starting with the one, and once I get comfortable with the one, I'm going to double up. Hey, you got to start somewhere. You know? Uh, it all starts with one. Yeah. Your first customer, your first joke, but, your first book, but, but, your first But I am writing, but, but like, I, I'm, when I'm thinking of a joke, I'm thinking of a long-form joke, like, as far as, you know, I'm telling out the whole you, thing. Okay, but instead, why but don't But they're you writing, long, like, 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 yeah, they writing, uh, they writing, like, a hundred... Uh, like a uh, one-liner, like you know. But you gotta think, if you write that many one-liners, mm. it's gonna be so much easier for you to piece together a whole entire story. Yes, I agree. And that. you have to think that these one-liners are very easily can very easily be made into a segue to another joke. What? <laughs> okay. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs in the pool? A floaty. <laughs> Bob, what do you call oh. a man with no arms and legs and a <laughs> and a bunch of leaves? What? Russell, what do you call a man with no arms and no legs ringing a doorbell? A knocker. Matt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like jokes like that, like I could like. Writing a hundred of those is hilarious. So at one point, at some point, I'm going to get to the point where I can write, you know, 40, 50, 100 jokes a day. But it's just the art of writing the jokes. Yeah. And I think you should do like a short and a long because. Yeah. And, but what you should do is whatever your your short joke is for that day, you should make a long joke that's similar to that one. So if you're talking about hmm. shoes. Like, um, I don't know no jokes, so let me see. Uh, like, if you're talking about shoes, so like, your feet, your shoes so tight, it look like pigs in a blanket or something, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, so, you got it. Wow, so, what the straight, straight, uh, t- okay, that's cool. You know, I don't know, so, okay. I know. Then your long joke should be about shoes as well. Like, man, I wore these shoes. They were so tight one time. It cut off all the circulation in my legs, and I passed out. Whatever. Uh-huh. You know, what like, do you call, do it what like do you that. Call, what do you call a man with no legs? A uh, sco- scooter. A ride home. What? <laughs> that was lame. Like, that was wonderful. So, so look. Uh, just, I'm gonna get to the. I'm gonna get to a point where I'm dedicating that much effort and that much time into writing a motherfucker this day, and I, I am, I'm, I am, ex- I am excited for the challenge. You, you should know? just set a time every day, as if you're clocking in and clocking out. Facts. That's that's dope too. He do uh, the dude that do the uh, the podcast. He wakes up at ten o'clock every morning w- with his followers on, or like, cause he got a bunch of people who follow him. 
Mm-hmm. He uh, he do a live stream at ten o'clock in the morning, and they write a joke in ten minutes. That's that's what they do every day. Oh, that's like, nice. Yeah, I say that's dope. And like they they pick a random word. They'll pick a random word, and, and like he'll say the time, and they'll sit down and write jokes. And he'll go through the comments and say uh, a lot of people jokes, and it's a contest. So it's like he may, he he has made a community of comedians, uh, comedians starting out, uh, or a comedy community, comedy community, where there they can go. share advice, like you know. And it's like that shit dope. I th- Oh, that shit was red. I thought it was very nice. That shit was dope. It is. Cause he's not an asshole. Yeah, man. You can't be an asshole. And he seems like a just a swell guy. Swell guy. <laughs> you know what else is swell? <laughs> what else is swell? Man, every Friday we are going to the movies. Every goddamn Friday. Um, last week was my week. Yes, it was. And what the fuck did we watch? Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Mm. So good. I'm so, so upset that they used to yell at him every single time he got his headphones this, in. That's what made me so mad about Baby so, Driver. So Why was they so too. upset with this nigga with the headphones on? <laughs> he didn't do nothing. They it just was, was like, so hey, what this motherfucker listening to? I'm like, God damn. It was so aggressive because he was like, oh, is he a fucking retard? Is that why he gets <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> why are you so aggressive about it? Like, that that's was a, rough. He just that's a nigga who, to the music. That's a nigga who read ahead in the script. See, he was trying. That's a, That was a foreshadowing because, man, ain't no way in hell you just going to call a nigga retarded <laughs> with then, headphones on. But then, for, the, my, okay, I really thought it was funny that Jamie Foxx was like, Hey man, what's his deal with these headphones? Right? Why the fuck right. you wearing them? And then hold on, the Kevin Spacey weird ass goes, "Oh, well, <laughs> weird Kevin." He goes, "Well, let me tell you his life story." So back in the day when he was a little younger, he had a whole right. accident, had ten and blah blah blah. And then when John Hammond them meet uh, Jamie Foxx and they talk about like his headphones and stuff, he goes, "Oh, you ain't know." He, he was in a car oh, you, accident when he was younger. Like, as if he already knew. He just learned this. You just learned this yesterday. <laughs> like, show it. Okay, okay, He's okay. Like, you I'm, didn't this... know he got to wear the headphones because he got a little ringing <laughs> in his ears from the car accident. Like, I'm going to say what? this. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to leave Baby Driver alone. The highlight of the movie for me is the glasses scene where Homeboy took his glasses. No, <laughs> he took his glasses, put his glasses on, right? Baby pull out another pair of glasses from his pocket, right? Real smooth when Cuz won't look it. So he turns around <laughs> and smacks the shit out this nigga. And the glasses go flying across the room, yes. right? So he rubbing his head. Now they finish talking. Now everybody's about to leave. <laughs> he grabs another pair of glasses yes. out of his fucking pocket, y'all. That shit was comedy heaven. Yes. He still ain't get that man's glasses back. He wore his glasses all day. Oh, that yeah. was disrespectful. The that whole was game. disrespectful. So, this week is your week. Yes, it is. And what are we watching this week? Well, this week, I feel like uh, I want to do something special for uh, the uh, the month of December. And okay. I'm going all black exploitation film. Okay. You know, we're going super black. 
you know okay so, what did you pick in my head i have a movie that would be really good to watch but go ahead wonderful because uh, you keep it because i don't take requests uh and yes you do this <laughs> yeah yes i do uh this week we will be watching the 1997 oh 1997 1972 motherfucking smash hit superfly uh oh, directed by gordon parks jr starring ron o'neill and carl lee you know i thought you if were you gonna have... say black dynamite oh see don't get ahead of yourself that might be next week you know so uh I just feel like if you have not seen this movie, you can watch this with us. Because, Kara, have you watched this movie? Um, no. Maybe. No. I'd have to Maybe. start watching it. Sometimes I don't remember movies until I start watching them. That is true. So that I could true. possibly be lying if I say no. So, this is a this is a good movie. Last yes. time I seen it. Does it hold up? Probably yes. not. Probably not. Um, uh, you know. This. Uh, he might be going black, black exploitation. I yeah, am going holiday. Holiday. Because I just want you to know that um, my Friday night at the movie, like Happy my last holiday. one, actually lands on Christmas because Christmas is on a Friday. Because we're magical in that way. So I already have the best Christmas movie to pick. Mm. Oh, and maybe and maybe for that uh maybe for that episode I'm gonna break down the true meaning of Christmas. That'll be dope. Esoteric. Oh, you mean that Monday? Yeah, maybe that Monday. Yeah, it has to be that Monday. It can't be during the movie. That makes sense. Duh. But yeah. Um why why are you picking black exploitation movies? Uh, I feel like because you know I think around this time we have to remember to uh, to always be your blackity black self. You know, don't 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 hide away from your blackity black self. I need you, know you to what? be as black as you can be while you still can. You know what? I let um, <laughs> you know, I try to keep I try to keep myself uh, professional when I'm at work. Right. Uh, so I don't. I try not to go super black when I'm at work, right? But something mm. happened. I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I can't remember. But I, something I happened at work. And and it it appeared at the beginning like it was just going to be these white women uh-huh. doing something, like being, like, you know, picked out of all of us to do something. And to in my succeed. head, I was like, I was like, well, first of all, that's not a representation of who all works here because it's not just white people. And I said, and why? But did it mean that they were more qualified or they just was like, no, we're going to put it first? No, they You have to think about the business aspect, you know? No, because season ticket holders want to see the ladies. First of all, they ugly and they old white women. First of all, you try to, it's not like they pick, it's not like they try to pick, uh, the Raiderettes to, 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 the to do these this VIP thing. No, they pick three boring fucking white women mm. that are not that attractive either. Two of them was old. One of Rim them looks older. Milk. Right? She my age, but she look older than me. Whatever. Wow. But I was like this. <laughs> I gotta tell y'all the story about the lady. <laughs> I gotta tell y'all the story about the lady that I would have bet my life 
that she was 57 and I found out she was like 41. I got to tell y'all that story. I'm going to write that down because that had to be the Bye-bye. most devastating. Woo. But yeah, I was upset because I was like, why do they pick only white people? I said, and if, and I was going to tell, because the one, one of the girls, the one that's my age, she likes to act like she's everybody boss and try to like micromanage people. And I said, immediately, I said, first of all, I said, I'm feeling real black today. I said, and if she tries to tell me what to do, I'm going to say, I don't listen to white women with the same job title as me. Oh, shit. So, that, is a, that is a gavel bang. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't give a flying fuck what she's going to say after that. No, it does not matter. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Happy holidays. I was like, I'll give no fucks. Fuck her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck her. Fuck that. It's been real. This has been nice. Yeah, we really do. And I don't know who the fuck is listening to us having in in Ireland, but we appreciate it. it. I appreciate it because whenever we can make our way out there, we coming. In England, yeah, y'all numbers been looking up to. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Tell your friends. We cool like that. Hi, England. If you made it this far, can y'all actually comment like where y'all are from on on? Our yeah, list? man, that yeah, that'd be cool. If y'all listen to us, you can comment and all that. And we don't I mean, give a fuck where you it. at. I'm gonna post it, but I also want to know. Yeah, we repost shit. You know, we shout out love. We can tell yeah. your people y'all famous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I had Take a good time. Yeah, man, it's been real. Bye. Fruits and vegetables. Eat your fucking fruits and vegetables.